Welcome to Twin Peaks Unwrapped. I'm your host, Ben Durant, and beside me is... Brian Kazaska. How's it going, Ben? Great, and we've got Jeremiah from Take the Ring. How are you, Jeremiah? Good. How are you guys? Great. It's so exciting. Uh, you have a new video out. You, I mean, I love all these uh, videos you've done in the past, really kind of laying out Twin Peaks, but you've got a new one where you kind of take a visit to uh, the actual locations of Twin Peaks. Yeah, I'm glad you checked it out. It did really well. Um, just briefly, I uh, early 2019, I shifted jobs, and I um, uh, my wife said, you know, I was like, oh, I want to take a vacation before I start the new job, and she was like, well, you should do your your Pacific Northwest trip you always talk about, and so that's what we did, and. Um, it was kind of last minute and I just, I grabbed a I borrowed a camera from a buddy and, um, was like, well, you know, I got the YouTube channel, like I'll, I'll take some shots and I'll make like a 10, 15 minute, like add some music and some shots and, you know, people that watch my channel, they'll get a kick out of that. I had a bunch of stuff going on and picked it up, it sat on the shelf for a year and then around COVID quarantine time, I was like, Oh yeah, I got all those. I got all that footage, and so it turned into more of a travel documentary kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So the video is called Three Days in Twin Peaks," and that was one of my first questions I was going to ask you: is like, when did this happen? Like, I imagined it didn't happen during COVID nineteen here. No, no. Yeah, it was. It was early last year. It's cool because I, but I put it together this year. So when I wrote the, when I kind of wrote the script, I tried to keep it timeless mm. I, do, I do mention it's it's around twin peaks 30th anniversary right and for the the stephen millers and the hardcore <laughs> people they you could watch it and maybe pinpoint because it's pre pre tweed's new ownership ah. so, so there's a the shot of the the walkway with the pictures of of norma and the wrapped in plastic magazines i guess they've redone all that I didn't like this recently. Wow. Um, but anyway, like the hardcore, crazy <laughs> Twin Peaks nerds might be able to pinpoint it when exactly it was filmed based on certain things. But um, I just tried to keep it kind of loose because, you know, didn't want to tie it to a specific time period because that's yeah. kind of what the show's right. all about, et cetera. Yeah. It's timeless. And did, would, would you have to, like, did you, before you even went there, did you have to reach out to people and say, okay, I want to go visit the log, or I want to go, I want to go to certain places and let them know, hey, I want to come by and, and video record this? Yes and no. I basically took the Blue Rose Magazine number nine, or number eight, uh, that's got all the coordinates. Yeah. And I put a PD, PDF together of, I ran through and grabbed some screenshots of, like, the sign and couple shots. I was like, well, if I'm there, I definitely want to try to kind of like line these up and see what happens. 
but a lot of that stuff was accidents. A lot of that stuff was, um, well, so the Kiana Lodge is like two hours away from Snoqualmie mm. Valley, right? Yeah. The Great Northern and Laura's Log. So I, I did send an email ahead of time, just like, hey, I'm a Twin Peaks fan. I, I'm going to be in the area. Can I stop by? But like I said, it was kind of last minute. Didn't send the email till the weekend. So it's like it's Monday morning and I'm, I'm headed there and I hadn't heard back yet. So I ended up just basically knocking on the door of the office. And just and making sure there was nothing going on and saying, hey, I, I'd, like, I'd like to take some pictures of the log and maybe walk around the property a little bit. And um, and they were fine with it. And I think on their website, it says, you know, you know, shoot us a message or give us a call and make sure we got don't have anything going on. And then um, everything else is uh, exteriors for the most part. I didn't call up the Salish Lodge to say I'm going to take some video of the falls because i mean there's 100 people there taking sure, pictures right. Of falls, right? so but then oh the the sheriff station i did i yeah. knocked walked in knocked on the door and said hey twin peaks fan you got anything going on can i can i walk around a little bit and i think that's pretty much anybody really needs to do is either call ahead or find an email or if you do show up there on the day be polite and yeah definitely yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what I love about your video is it is you get to you're in your car, so in some ways I feel like you're you're driving us into Twin Peaks. You know what I mean? Like I kind of like that the way you you kind of edited this throughout the your video and stuff. It's it's kind of fun. Cool. I'm I'm glad you like that. That another last minute. I gotten my wife a GoPro a couple years ago, and I got a, a like a strap harness thing. So that's literally my wife's GoPro strapped to my head as I'm driving around, wow. <laughs> driving around the, the town. So now you got that hotel that um, Teresa Banks was in. Wasn't that de- was that? Why did I think that was demolished? No, was we were. Around? I we were there. I don't think it was I know, demolished. but some reason I thought more recently it was they destroyed. Re- but maybe, maybe I'm confusing it. I think they're re- the school, but they were redoing that. They were redoing oh, the- all the rooms except for the one room oh, okay. that Lynch worked on. They're renovating, I think. Okay, we maybe there. I'm wrong. That's good. I mean, I yeah. was wondering if you got some stuff that maybe isn't even here anymore, but... Oh, know. yeah, probably. No, the, when I went there, I mean, I just I just kind of pulled up and just, like, yeah. here's the sign, here's what it looks like, and took off. I mean, I, I was only there for, like, five minutes or something. I just thought, I was like, oh, that's the... Yeah. Jeffries and the Fire Walk With Me motel. Right. right. I, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, did you didn't go in the room, huh? No, I, I tried to cut... I mean, most of it's pretty much just exteriors. Yeah. And like, it was very loose. Like I said, I was starting a new job. I wanted to go on vacation. So we, we spent a couple of days in Seattle. We went whale watching up north. We went to another part. But I, I blocked off this like two and a half, three days to be in the Snoqualmie area. And we, I was like, I'm not going to stress about this. I have a camera. I have a mm. list of places. It's like the uh, the scene with the Twin Peaks signs. Got the guy with the pickup truck parked yeah. there. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah. I could have gone back and tried it again. I actually had a couple lines in there in my script about, "Hey, this is not going to be perfect because life's not perfect, and Twin mm. Peaks is a real place, and you're going to go somewhere, and and the you know the coffee might not be great, or mm. the fall, <laughs> it might be raining when you go to the falls." I had this kind of thing about how, like, you need to be able to embrace, like, the... But it was literally, like, go to the sign, set up the shot, you know, five, ten minutes, take a look around, deep breath, 
go to the sheriff's station, knock on the door. Hey, can I come in for a minute? I mean, like, yeah. I just, it was like run and gun. <laughs> try to try to enjoy it. Take it in. Try to relax. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy yeah. myself. Try to capture some stuff that I know, like, you know, guys like us would actually, would like, Twin right. Peaks fans would be interested in. Yeah. So, what, so what was your what was probably your favorites? Maybe you can do more than one. But what was your favorites when you actually got there? It was just you're in awe, and you're just like, wow, I'm actually seeing these 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 locations for. Yeah, it was weird. It sounds corny, but like the the whole thing was for me because I've been a fan since I was 15 or something, mm. like 25 years or something, and yeah. always wanted to go. Never thought I would. And, you know, you kind of get there and I mean, the Keanu Lodge, the first place, like just kind of blew my mind. Like, mm -hmm. oh, there's, there's, there's where Pete was standing. There's the log and you go inside and like, I remember all these, this artwork on the walls and stuff from the, from the show. I like Olali State Park a lot. And that was a weird thing because it was like pouring down rain. <laughs> and like, it was just, you know, but I was like, well, I, I got to do it. And you go there and. I think that was the most interesting because it's deer, it's deer meadow. So you've got mm. the deer meadow mountain yeah. and the, the deer meadow sheriff station. And then you go in the woods and then it's like the return stuff. You got the Nido's portal and the Jackrabbit's palace and the, and I'm kind of a nature guy a little bit. I don't do it as much as I should, but I, I like camping and going out, spending time outdoors with friends and stuff. And that was just beautiful being up in the, I have woods and forests and lakes and rivers and stuff, but, I mean, everything's super green because it's so wet. It's, there's, mm. it's wet and moisture. And like, I mean, I had to turn the saturation down. I had to take some color out of some no. of those videos <laughs> because it was so wow. like kind of like overwhelming, you know. Right. So that that was that was a big thing to me. But I loved it all. Like, I just I yeah. couldn't. Heritage Stanton's bench, Mount Sai itself, yeah. mm. the sheriff's station with the. I mean, I, I probably just kind of stood and looked at the mill for, I'm kind of, a, I wouldn't call myself a history buff, but I like history and looking up old buildings and things. And, you know, that stuff's super interesting. So just kind of yeah. at a quiet moment, just staring at the sawmill for a little bit. Yeah, right. I, I, I loved it all. So and your video plays like a history, like you're watching a history channel, you know, it plays like an A&E or history channel sort of like, Here's Saquami. Here's like the history behind Twin Peaks, and that's why I think it's so cool because you get these little nuggets of an old photo, a picture that you, a video you took with a split screen with uh, the original, which was kind of I, I love that you match it up very nicely. So, but two things: when you were at the sheriff station, were they still selling pieces of Kimmy's uh, desk? Because when we were there, they had a keychain. And they had destroyed her desk and they were selling little pieces of keychain that had her, that was her desk. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, I don't think so. No, they're probably all out. Yeah, um, yeah. We showed up uh, for a festival and it was, and the show was actually airing in 2007. Yeah. And what I'm jealous is that you got to see Jack Rabbit's Palace because the episode hadn't aired yet. So yeah. first of all, we wouldn't even know about it. But it's still like some people probably stumble upon it. It's quite an amazing site, I think, the way it's structured. And so it's so cool that you got to, you, you know, get to experience that. Yeah, I, I did like it. And it's, it's literally a stump of a giant tree. And I bet if you went there right now, like, it's probably almost gone. 
Because mm. if you notice, I don't know about gone, gone completely, but the, the kind of the spire, the like the tower part of it, like the thing that pokes up. So when I when I went there, if you tell if you if you watch the video, my my Jackrabbit's palace is is way darker mm. than the one in the show, and that's because it's soaking wet, and it's really just. I mean, I imagine within a year or two, it's going to be like nothing left, especially yeah. the fire, the, the tower part. It did so look it, thinner, your version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's eventually just going to disintegrate because it's mm. it's uh, it's not petrified or anything. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. like right. like preserved. But again, another reason why just capturing the moment and trying to, you know, and I hope that somebody goes there in a year or two and the fact that it'll be gone or changed is going to impact somebody a different way. Like, mm. gonna, Oh, it's sad that it's not what it is, but here's yeah. where it was. And there's places like that, you know, still like Ronette's bridge, you know, used to extend over the roadway and that's how you see it in fire walk with me. And some of those early, uh, you know, but that, that part of that road has been torn down. And so the bridge is still there, which is cool, but, you can't stand on it and walk across it the way Ronette did. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, right. Funny. It doesn't yeah. go anywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. In the, um, I, like when we went, I don't remember us seeing this, Ben, correct me if I'm wrong, but next to the roadhouse is the bookhouse boys shack. And you no, got, I don't think I, I didn't We didn't see that. that, but it, in your video, we, you have, you, you, you give us the shack, which we did not know was there because I think we showed up late. We went in, we watched the show. We were inside that place the entire evening. Jeremiah, um, Jeremiah, we need you there to give us a tour to be able to show us where this is. Yeah, the shack was right there, but it looks like you were showing yeah. us footage where there's construction happening or there is a construction thing blocking it. So you can't even get that wide shot with it part of the roadhouse. Right. If you really want to get weird, that's speaking of, uh, we can talk about uh, Stephen in a little bit how yeah, he helped yeah. me out but uh right before i dropped the episode he i sent it sent it to him or the video right before i put the video out I, I sent it to him and he was like oh hey just so you know that fenced business has now been taken down so now as of literally as of this within the last couple months you can that fence is gone so now you can stand directly in front of the shack oh, wow. oh okay nice so that's one of those things I was explaining, like you might be able to pinpoint and people, if people watch that video and go to go there today, yeah, little things like the double R, the fence in front of the shack. I mean, there are things that are already changing, that's you good. know, so we don't have to get into it too much, but I think, you know, somebody owned that property and they did not want people anywhere near them and they were doing their own thing and they just really <laughs> frowned upon uh, people being next to their space. And I'm curious to know if that same people own that space or what's may have happened that the fence is going away. That's a good question. I am under the impression when I was there, that fence is part of a, it was basically like a, a place selling RVs. Okay. Like camping equipment. And you, I haven't checked it recently, but Google satellite, it should still be there, but it's kind of like, I would say 50 yards away you can see like a garage and there's rvs and stuff mm. but the fence they built just around their property which ha just happens to block block the view of that shack yeah. but i don't know who owns that shack i don't know what property it's actually sitting on it could be 
that business, but I guess Stephen told me that that business moved okay. and the fence, the fence has been taken down now because he, he's got little spies and birds all over the, <laughs> all over the valley. So he told me somebody just, the buddy just called him up and said, Hey, they took that fence down in front of the book house. Yeah. And then, so I sent him a preview of the video cause he helped me on it a little bit. And uh, he's like, Oh, hey, I don't know if you want to change it. I'm like, no, I'm not changing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny that, like, you know, with the pilot, it's been 30 years since things have, you know, filmed these locations. And things have changed, but still so much is still kind of there. You still can recognize a lot of the locations, which is, is wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty special. And I, I, I kept it, the video to mostly the pilot and Firewalk With Me and The Return and... um you know, people like my parents and some people have seen the video and don't watch the show, don't know anything about it, and they're just appreciate why it's so special. Mm-hmm. So there's filming locations for every movie and every TV show all over the country, and whatever your favorite TV show is, I'm sure you can find a building mm-hmm. or props or, or what, something that's still around from when it was there. And uh, especially places like New York and Los Angeles, I mean, it's just everywhere. Yeah. But Twin Peaks is is unique because it's a specific location in a specific area, and it's kind of a bunch of little towns that kind of represent one fictitious town, and a lot of that stuff is still standing. And they revisited it. The you know the pilot of the original series, the Firewalk with Me film, a couple years later, and they went back and did a lot of stuff. You know, thirty years later, so or twenty five. So it's. Um, it's unique and special. And I think, I think the fans, people will recognize that it, yeah. Twin Peaks fans already kind of know this, right. But people that don't follow the show are just like, Holy cow, that's crazy. Like, you know, <laughs> they, they went back to the same spot and this such and such is still there. And man, that's wild. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ben, Ben, I was telling Jeremiah before you hopped on, I was saying, I, I'm watching this. Um, and I, I was like, my, it's hurting my heart in a way that it hurts my heart that I wish I could be there. I wish we weren't all in a situation where we in, are in right now because I want to go back. But mm. I mean, it hurts in a way like because I love that place. It is so very special. When you're actually inside the sheriff station, I'm like, I feel like I, th- we were right there a couple of years ago and it, yeah. it looks the same. And it's just, man, I can't wait until we're done with this that we can travel (laughs) safely. And I I feel like that's like one of the first places I want to go to, you know? Um, And I I think it's magical. I think you captured uh, some special places and it's so great. I think it came out in a great time where people are stuck at home. Traveling is not a thing you should be doing. So you at least you have this, you have a window to a place that's very special to a lot of people and to like you're saying, people who don't even know the show could watch us and appreciate the history that you bring with it. I, I think that makes it extra special because not only you're getting the sites, you're getting some TV history, but you're getting actual history of the locations. Um, and that, I think that makes it more real for people who have no idea what any of this means because it's on YouTube. Anybody could stumble right. upon this. So I think what you've done is uh, very special, and I, I think it's perfect timing. I, yeah, I, I agree with you, and I think what we're saying really is that, like, 
you know, usually we would be going to the festival around this time. It's usually, I think it is usually around July uh, yeah. uh, uh, time that people go to Washington to, to the festival and they go, a lot, they go to see their friends and to have meet the stars and all that. But a lot of times they go for the locations because it's so special and stuff. And so since we all can't, with the COVID-19, we can't go there really. It's so special, Jeremiah, that you kind of brought it to us, that you've made this. So thank you for doing that. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, and I was saying before we started, too, that, like, I don't know how much of it was intended or how much of it was just love, but it's definitely of the time. Like I said, I, I didn't, I've been so consumed with other things that I hadn't even had time to sit down and really look at some of that footage until quarantine. And I was uh, working remotely and working from home. So, you know, that just, like, that extra don't have that hour commute so mm -hmm. I can jump jump on the computer before work where I'd normally be in the car and kind of like look through some stuff and start organizing and writing things and whatever. But part of that was intentional. Like now I have the time to do it because of quarantine. And I think people will like this because we can't go, no one can travel right now. But, you know, in my mind while I was doing it, it was more thinking ahead like, Hopefully this inspires people now. So when we can start traveling, they'll go there later yeah. and maybe they'll learn a little something now. You know, I, uh, I told Brian, I didn't really intend the, the, the nostalgia. Like I didn't, it was unintended to the people that have already been there, the people that were missing the place, the people that normally go to the fest that aren't going to the fest, that kind of stuff. I hadn't really thought of until it came out and then I'm getting these comments and stuff and it's, but like he said, you know, I didn't want to make anybody's heart hurt, but I guess. <laughs> In a good way. Like, you know, I, I, I totally get it. I mean, it was, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely of this moment. It'll be yeah. interesting to see how it, if five years, 10 years from now, somebody watched that video, how, how it's different. Are things mm. back? Is Keanu Lodge? I mean, they're closed, right? They can't do it. They're, you know, like hopefully they're still around. Hopefully, yeah, so. right. um, I think that we'll adapt. I mean, I don't want to get into all the yeah. COVID stuff, but I mean, there's a good chance that it's not going to go away, or it's going to be still yeah. around to a certain extent. And even if there is a vaccine, it might be kind of like the flu shot, where it's not a hundred percent, and we're going to all have to kind of adjust certain things. And um, so anyway, it's just it's. It was filmed before COVID. It came out during COVID, and how how it plays in the future is going to be as interesting to to me as as you guys. You know? <laughs> yeah, I was talking to my wife today, and we were just talking about how, like, in the depression, you know, you have family members who'd say, "Oh, I lived in depression, and that's why I live my life this way," or I, you know, rationalize and stuff. And we're living through COVID nineteen, and I'm sure we'll, you know, our children and other people will be like, "Why do you act this way?" It's like because we went through the COVID-19. So things might change and stuff. I, I you know, I hope the double R diner uh, tweeds is still there and we still get to have these moments, but I probably, things are going to change. We're going to have to live a little different now. Yeah. 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 And you captured, I think you captured a moment in time before that. And I think that's an awesome. Yeah. I mean, it is because you showed parts of Seattle in the beginning there. And I mean, things have changed there. So, I mean, you just grabbed a great moment before, 2020 happened and right. <laughs> I, I think that's awesome we get to we get to cherish that moment before 2020 right yeah a time capsule you you created yeah. a beautiful not, time capsule you work, 
Are you, you have other things that you're thinking about working on or that you are currently working on for Take the Ring? Yeah, I got I got something that's kind of a surprise I'm not going to talk about just yet. But I, I, I'd like to get back to doing the kind of my like regular episodes where I'm picking like a specific topic and breaking those down. Uh, that last one I did was the town of Twin Peaks and I tried to kind of cover the town. <laughs> so like the last two years I've been in the original series of the town. I made the documentary of the town and I broke down like all the characters and stuff of the town. And that was kind of too big. That was a, that was a lot. Cause that's a good one though. The ring and the the the, uh, the one armed man and the, like the more kind of lore stuff, but I kind of had to do a lore episode. I kind of had to do like, okay, what's how does the town fit into all of this stuff? So I'm hoping to get more into like the villains and different things with the with the regular episode. And I mean, I've been saying this for a while. It's tough because life gets in the way, right? You know, like uh, I. It took me almost all of last year to just to finish up that last episode because I had so much graphics and stuff in it. Yeah. And I, like, so I had to like redo. That's why the Snoqualmie stuff. So I'm just now getting to stuff that I shot and did last year. Right. So I, I'm hoping to have one, two, at least at least two or three more videos out maybe by the end of the year. Maybe like a standard episode. I want to get back to my talk about Judy stuff where I can do season three theories because I haven't even I haven't even watched the return. It's it's going on two years now because I I basically rewatched the old show, the original series, to do the last episode, and then you know the majority of that uh, the travel doc is is pilot and fire walk with me stuff. So it's like I'm ready to rewatch the return. I'm ready to speculate and you know i'm listening to uh john thorne and um jb mitten's podcast and uh it's good getting excited excited about revisiting the return because i haven't haven't been there in a while and your show i mean i have to say it's like it's such a good um refresher on things like i i love it's it's concise it's 10 to 15 minutes i mean you did have that long one about the town but i think it deserved to be that long but it's great because you you condense a lot of the lore and a very easy way to understand a a linear way to understand something that's not linear at all i mean you always bring in the books and you bring in other things and for me like oh my god like oh i forgot about that oh i forgot about that too and i i I, that's i always go back to your videos on youtube because i think they're well done but just giving us the information we need in a linear way an easy way to understand something that can be very complicated you got you i mean you do a great job doing that thanks i i appreciate that a lot because that's basically the goal so some people i get i get some nasty comments sometimes like this isn't this isn't analysis this is this is just telling us stuff that we already know. And like, I'm like, well, I didn't do this. I didn't do this to speculate on what David Lynch may or may not have been thinking about. Right. I'm the guy and I'm kind of doing it for myself too. It's kind of, I'm creating something what I always wanted. You know, I grew up watching the show. I was a big fan, you know, but then 2014 with the, the, entire mystery box set came out and I kind of rewatched everything in HD Blu-ray. And I'm like, 
so wait, the jumping man, like, is he in anything else? Mm. Like, is just in fire walk with me? And like, okay, now we got these missing pieces. Like, okay. So like, you know, I, I was always just kind of like, every time I thought I knew something about Twin Peaks, I'd watch it again. And all these new details, different things would come up. And, right. you know, so after the return was over, I was like, you know what? Like, I kind of got something to say about this stuff and I want to help people put, put things in order. And the original idea was like, I'm going to do an episode on, you know, the, the arm or the man from another place. And like, which I haven't done yet, but everything you need to know about Philip Jeffries, everything you need to know about Laura Palmer, everything you Mm. need to know, not, you can never do everything. And every, and a lot of things in Twin Peaks are, interpretive and stuff but Mm -hmm. the thesis the thesis behind my show is what do we actually know about this subject is it in the show is it in the movie is it in the return is it referenced in the books is it how like who who of importance has something to say about this character how does it fit in the story how does this person fit in the movie it's kind of like what we know and then i'll do some like super geeky stuff like the diary pages for the lore episode like yeah. i try to put one thing in each episode that's like super geeky like for people like us you know they're like uh okay but wait i thought there was only one missing diary page well in fire walk with me like her book's all torn up like it looks like a bunch of missing pages mm-hmm. but in, in season two they only talk about two missing pages and and but then the return says four. So it's like, yeah. okay, this will be my research project. So I'll break it down each one. So hopefully somebody who wants to know what's the deal with the diary pages, they'll watch my video and be like, oh, cool. Like, so I actually do some research and put some time into it to help help me, but also for other fans that are like, now what was the deal with? With the diary pages, like, well, okay, cool. I did this breakdown. And- I love that breakdown because you, you, you put it out there with little graphics. You're like, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I, you can freeze frame that. You can put that in your computer and be like, I need a refresher. You just look at that image. Um, but for me, you know, it's something I think we talked about a long time ago, and I w- would forget about this. But, yeah, I mean, the four pages, there was three. And then Laura Palmer is now Carrie Page potentially the missing fourth page is her and that would be unlocking the mystery that again is a mystery upon itself but like that's something i know we talked about when when three had landed afterwards and we talked about but your video reminded me of that um but yeah i mean for i think it's great i think it's a great refresher and things i might not have caught or anybody else i mean when you do videos or podcasting, you are kind of like doing it. You you're doing it because you want to do it, and hopefully the audience will in, will find you because they like what you're doing. You know, it will show. And your video, I mean, the, the amount it hits, it got. I mean, definitely, it resonated with a lot of people. I yeah, I think so. I think I mean, it's definitely my most successful video out of the gate. Uh, Welcome to Twin Peaks saw my teaser and reached out and they wanted to do a, a thing and which was great. And, yeah. um, I'm thrilled that everyone likes it or most people seem to like it. Um, I was thrilled that, uh, welcome to twin peaks did the thing again, something that was going to be a 10 minute little extra feature on my YouTube channel with just some images of some locations like, turn into that. And I'm, I'm glad you and people seem to really appreciate the, the history of it. 
So I reached out to all those historical societies and, and licensed and got permission to reproduce those photos. And, um, you know, like I, I put a lot of work in that. I mean, that might only be a minute of the whole, I mean, maybe combined it's two minutes of the whole, you know, 30 minute thing. I think it's worth it. It's worth spending the time and doing that stuff. Cause people, you know, my dad's a history guy. I just had dinner with a buddy last night. Who's a history guy and just thrilled with that stuff. So I appreciate everybody's enthusiasm and it's, it's really exciting that it turned, turned into something bigger. Cause I think it, it paid off. People like it. So people, I think people like it more than they would a, a little 10 minute thing. Right. You know, yeah. A happy accident, you know? Yeah. It's sort of like you planned it, you didn't plan it, and it came out, I think, came out perfect to me perfect anyway. Perfect timing, I, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sometimes you overplan things and they just, it doesn't hit, uh, or you just kind of do it casually, and for some reason, that's the one everybody loves. Gentlemen, when two separate events occur simultaneously pertaining to the same object of inquiry, we must always pay strict attention. Jeremiah, you mentioned uh, Stephen Miller, I think, was helping you with this video. How did he ha ha end up helping you on this? Actually, I, uh, for people who don't know, Stephen Miller runs TwinPeaksBlog.com, and it's an amazing resource. And he, he goes way in depth on locations. He'll go and visit them. He'll, he'll take screenshots. He'll go through Google Earth and satellite and break down all this stuff. And, and I, I basically was just kind of getting overwhelmed. Not overwhelmed, but just... Like I said, it was a, it was a sh short project, and now I'm now I'm doing history and graphics, and you know I'm doing this and that, and I'm writing this script, and it was one page, and now it's ten pages long, and I was like, man, I I need to uh, I need I need some help just double checking some stuff. Mm -hmm. So I had a couple questions, like you know something something along the lines of like, is it true you only see the sawmill out the window of the sheriff station in the pilot? Mm. Oh. things that like like because i make the statement like you know beside besides this shot out the window in the pilot the sawmill is not it's not supposed to be there it's supposed to be on the other side of town so i i was like well i was like the twin peaks blog guy that steven guy he seems cool <laughs> uh because we had we'd maybe like liked each other's things and commented on each other and i retweet him sometimes like a really a big fan and he just I saw him on your show or the, the anniversary thing. And so I just, I just messaged him. I said, Hey, you're basically the expert on locations. And I'm, I'm secretly working on a location video. Would you want to help me out? And he's, Oh yeah, sure. No problem. So he was like mm -hmm. super great, really excited. Or I showed him the, the, the little teaser I'd put out. So he was, he was way into it. And um, so I sent him a, I, I want really want to thank him. I sent him this. Uh, I sent him the Google Doc link of my working script. So you know, I had multiple drafts in there. I had all these little notes made, and so there were certain things when I'm writing. Like you know, the sawmill was built. And like I don't know off the top of my head when it was built, right? So I'll just put some question marks or some X's or whatever. So I had this you know ten page script with a bunch of little question marks and stuff but and then at the bottom like highlighted yellow I said you know questions for Stephen Miller like <laughs> what is what's the deal with the the sheriff station and the and the sawmill and I can't remember what a couple but I had like three three big questions and I didn't want to waste a ton of his time 
So I sent him the Google link. I said, well, here's the script. You can see it if you want. And here's the, your questions are at the bottom. And, uh, you know, I really appreciate your time. And I woke up the next morning and he had stayed up <laughs> super late. Mm. And everywhere in my script that I had a little question mark or X or whatever, he went in and annotated the whole mm. thing. Wow. Like, this, this is what I know. This is what I think. This is that, you know, this is correct. Sometimes I would make a statement, but I'd put a little question mark, like, is that a hundred percent true? Like I need to double check that. Like that's mm. what I remember being true, but I, I'm not a hundred percent. So he'd go in and be like, this is correct. <laughs> this statement is correct. Yeah. So I wanted him to an answer a couple of questions and he ended up going through and he basically saved me like a whole day, at mm. least maybe two days of just research just by going through there. And uh, so I really appreciate, I really love his site. I appreciate his help. Uh, it was a really good, it's always good in the, in Twin Peaks land to run into, um, to collaborate. Yeah. Like, I mean, tailoring is, to it's, it's my thing. I write it. It's my vision, whatever. But I love working with people and uh, other people in the, the community and other artists. And I was speaking up. So Josh Howard did the cover of your book. Um, yeah. Amazing. I, I, well, he and I have worked like he's he's contributed some artwork to some of my videos and stuff. And uh, but working with Stephen was great, and uh, I love working with collaborating with people and stuff. So I want I want to know the answer to this. Uh, I I was thinking that I'd seen the the mill in the pilot on the window with Cooper. I think at the table. Does the mill show up anywhere else? At least in the original series. So again, that's one of those things where. As far as Steven and I know, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Most of the original series, the, moving forward after the pilot, no it no sounds major and stuff. And you're right, like Cooper and Truman looking at Laura's diary and the bloody towel, mm -hmm. like the, I think the blinds are closed. Or they're like, if you look out there and you yeah. know what you're looking for, you can kind of see an outline of, of, of a building. So technically right. you're right. But it's when Major Briggs picks up Bobby after being arrested. Bobby and Mike, you know, storming out of the building, and, oh. and he's talking to the doctor. Yeah, or, mm -hmm. first no, time he's the lawyer. He's talking, right? Yeah, the lawyer, and he's talking tongue to the lawyer, and then he turns to Mrs. Briggs, and it's like I, I have no idea what's going on here, <laughs> or whatever he says. That's that's where you get like that's a clean shot out the front mm. door. You can really see the mill there. They parked a truck there. There's a logging truck out there. They tried to block most of it, but you can mm. still, you can still kind of make it out. Mm. So trying to write it in a way, it's like, okay, we're at the sheriff's station and you can see the mill and you can see it in the return for a minute. Mm -hmm. But, but in Twin Peaks land, that's, it's not really supposed to be across the street. So is that the return right. being the return? It weird or is it an accident or you know so that's, I'm trying to justify and say that's not the mill that's just some stack I don't know what it is but I try to in my mind I try to justify it as like I don't know it's just some random location across the street there <laughs> yeah, yeah right 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 yeah it's just it's the it's the the you know funeral parlors yeah I don't know yeah right <laughs> I'm gonna let you in on a little secret every day once a day Give yourself a present. Don't plan it. Don't wait for it. Just let it happen. 
Jeremiah, yeah. you mentioned season three. I'll just plug something that, you know, on Friday nights, we are doing watch parties. And in August, we are starting season three of, uh, of Twin Peaks. So we go, use a service called Cast, where uh, up to 100 people can join us and just watch uh, Twin Peaks. So we've been doing this for a while now. We, we're, 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 getting, we're getting close to Firewalk with me, and then we'll start season three. And, uh, yeah, it's a fun Friday night thing that we do. We watch two episodes or... So two parts a night. And, and Ben, you know, he, we, we always do an intro and Ben gets some surprises sometimes. Sometimes I get some, uh, sometimes I get some cast on there to yeah. <laughs> say a shout out to do, send a message and stuff. But, uh, yeah. So I, I haven't really fully watched season. I don't think since the, since it first aired the, the, the season three, I mean, we, because we do a show weekly, I'm always going to certain episodes and watching right. pieces of it. Like I'm sure you're doing Jeremiah, but I haven't really watched it fully through I think it's in 27, so uh, 27, what am I saying? Two, 2017. 17. What yeah. year is it? <laughs> Nobody knows. Oh, um, uh, so that's cool. Uh, that's cool. But do you think you'll be re-watching uh, season three soon? I, I hope so. I'm, I, I really want to. I mean, I, I want to check out your rewatch. You guys did something recently, and I logged into it. I don't think it was the rewatch. You might have been a recording uh, was it or some group chat, maybe it was our anniversary it, show. Maybe like Joel and every, like a bunch of people were on it. Yeah, it was our anniversary show. We did it live on Zoom. We recorded it. The problem was we posted the information on social media, and we got bombed a couple <laughs> times. So I was trying to kick people out, and they would try. They would come back. I was letting people in. I I should have just put a cap on. I did put a cap on it, but in the beginning they would change their names to people who were already in the room. So then it became very confusing, but oh, yeah, <laughs> we were doing our anniversary show. It came out fine. Uh, it came out great. We put it on YouTube and the audio went up. I'll try to jump into with, with that season three re rewatch. That's Friday nights. So, um, yeah, so I know it's so confusing. Yeah. I guess it's a rewatch. Yeah. I mean, if you ever have time uh, on Fridays, 8, 8 PM Eastern, is when we, we and, and on our Twitter, we I usually have a link to how to get on and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So right I, now, I, I mean, right that. now we're in season two. So we're, we, I think we have two more weeks left to the end of the season. And then we'll start Firewalk With Me in August. And I think by mid-August, we'll be in, in season three. I'd be into that. Like I said, I've been wanting to, to rewatch season three really bad. I actually just, just now cracked open Z to A box set. Oh, and I'm yeah. just... Just now watching the extra features, which is the reason I bought it. Yeah. <laughs> at, Christmas, at Christmas time, I'm just now getting to that, but uh, that stuff's pretty awesome. Nothing beats the taste sensation when maple syrup collides with ham. So, Jeremiah, uh, can you tell people um, how can they check out your Three Days in Twin Peaks video and how can they follow you? Yeah, I'm Take the Ring on YouTube. If you go to YouTube and just search Take the Ring, also, takethering.com is my domain name, and it, it will take you to the YouTube page. And on Twitter, it's at takethering430. Instagram is takethering430, and it should be facebook.com slash takethering430 is the, the page. So I'll do random update. I mean, the YouTube channel is the main focus, and I'm on Twitter sometimes, and I'll post some screenshots and different things on, on Instagram. But yeah, I've got, I've got four 
quote unquote regular episodes that kind of break down topics. I've got a talk about Judy video, which is a season three theory video based on the Arbok theory. And three days in Twin Peaks is also on takethering.com. And that should be the newest video. It's doing real well. So appreciate it. Well, we look forward to whatever you do next. Thanks so much for having me, guys. I'm really, really, real pleasure to be here. If anybody has a comment, question, or a theory, give us an email at twinpeaksunwrapped at gmail.com. Everything we mentioned today is in the show notes. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. We're on Spotify. Uh, we're on Google Play. And follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. And every Friday night, catch us on Cast. And uh, bluerosemag.com for all your Twin Peaks-related uh, material and our book that's a limited supply. Uh, get yours today, and we'll see everybody uh, the next time in a couple yes, weeks yes. or so. After a short walk in Railroad Park, I came upon the Snoqualmie Centennial Log that's showcased in the extended openings of the pilot in Season 2 of the original series. The massive old-growth Douglas fir has since been housed in part of the old Weyerhaeuser mill for protection from vandals and rabid Peaks fans. It was time to wet my whistle, so I walked back down Centennial Trail toward the park's gazebo that happens to be featured in a deleted scene from the pilot. The well-known Easter Park gazebo filmed on the shore of Malibu Lake in Agora Hills, California, was lost in the Woolsey Fire of November 2018. So this is technically the only Twin Peaks gazebo left in the world, and it still looks fantastic. And so I ended my first day in Twin Peaks at Smokey Joe's Tavern, also known as Elks Point Number Nine, Sarah Palmer's favorite hangout. After kicking back a couple of cold ones with some laid-back locals and staff, it became one of my favorites as well. During my attempt to explain how the setup of the bar was changed to shoot the scene in the return, I discovered some intentional and not-so-intentional Easter eggs around the joint. The sun began to set, so off I went into the rainy night to find a clean, reasonably priced room. I knew the next day was going to be a long one.